this is the second time I find myself talking to myself. Um, it's been, I reckon, a couple of weeks since I last spoke to you all. And when I say you all, I mean zero people. Um, but yeah, so um, I guess an update on where we're at. We are still in lockdown, well and truly in lockdown. Um, and as such, we've kind of entered the domain of uh, kind of homemade haircuts. <laughs> um, so I shaved my head like, um, I don't know, maybe two weeks now. I say I shaved my head. I, I had someone shave my head. Um, and to be honest, g given that it's um, not their profession, uh, they did quite well. I'd say on the spectrum of haircuts, uh, it's on the good end of the spectrum. I'll leave it at that. Um, I mean, and it's interesting, <laughs> the kind of the dichotomy of the head shave um, in that, especially for your first head shave, if you've gone your whole life without really doing a proper head shave, um, it, it can get into the realms of existentialism, as I've found, um, because, you know, I, I, I basically sort of characterized it as almost myself um, like cutting away my childhood <laughs> and and kind of things like that and, and and you know letting go of the bonds of, of my old self whatever my old self is um, you know and and I've, I've been through that phase and I think I'm now kind of at a point where I'm just um, you know I'm just a guy with a lot less hair than I used to um and it's it's funny because it i think it it puts it does put years on you i look kind of you know about mid 20s which is sort of roughly where i'm at um but i think i normally look a bit younger um but i quite like the 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 relief of pressure to look good now you know it's very much that i'm existing in a in a in a hard man's world <laughs> you know i you know i'm 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 on the same spectrum as as like phil mitchell so i'm actually i think i might be doing okay on on my new line so i've kind of taken myself out of the brad pitt line you know us us people with no hair we don't we don't live on that line anymore we're, we're our own sort of species and I think I'm, I'm doing okay in my new line, and I'm happy about that. And I don't worry about things anymore. I just shower and get cracking. So that's that's a good step. Um, and what we'll do is we'll we'll take a little break now, um, and I will explain more things that I've done as we've gone into the quarantine. <laughs> Hi again. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise I'd actually press record. That's good. Um, 
one thing that has been a um, kind of a, a feature of the lockdown is uh, a number of um, kind of Instagram social media challenges, post a picture of XYZ from when you did this, um, tag five people in and we'll go from there. Um, I've been implicated in a few, probably more than I would have liked to have been, but I've also perpetuated them. So I kind of have myself to blame, but I'm, I'm okay with that because I suppose what else are we going to do? I've kind of sucked up the whole, you know, contrarianism, if that's a word that comes with all this, you know, your instant um, kind of reaction is to be like, oh, fuck off, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I don't mind being a person, being a normal person, doing what normal people do. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about was the fact that I got challenged to do a 5K run and, you know, donate five pounds, do the, the tag five people. So I did it. I hadn't ran fan... <laughs> I hadn't ran 5K in a long time. Possibly, I won't say ever, but I hadn't ran it in a long time. Um, and that really showed in my time. Um, I did it in about 29 and a half minutes, possibly, which is okay, I think, but not great as kind of uh, exhibited by the fact that I spoke to a colleague today he was telling me about how his 11-year-old daughter, I think, runs it in about 26 minutes or something. So, you know, to be three minutes slower than an 11-year-old girl is kind of one of the more sobering um, facts that I've learned about myself of late. And I think the reason it's sobering is not because... Not because I thought I would be special as a um, as a runner. I just assumed I would at least be fine, you know, just fine. And I just think a 24-year-old guy should, in all cases, be quicker than an 11-year-old girl, I would think. I might be wrong. And that's not even a sexist thing. I just think from an age point of view, I look at all young people and think, I can beat you in everything. And to be beaten by a younger person in anything, um, I think it's really hard to take. So um, that's kind of where I'm at on that. I think I'm going to train myself to death until I can beat this 11-year-old girl. So, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. Um, but it's funny kind of how and why that affects you because I was having to think about why before, and I think it's mostly because... I think deep down, we all, or possibly possibly just guys around my age anyway, people like me, we, we, I think we all think we can handle ourselves in a scrap. I think we basically all think, ah, if I get in a fight with one fella, any fella, I back myself to win. And, and it's worth saying that that's based on nothing. I've never had a fight, and I, and I think... Based on the fact that an 11-year-old girl can beat me in a 5K sprint, uh, well, not sprint, a 5K run, I'm assuming that all my preconceptions about my ability to fight are also wrong. Because I was kind of under the impression, well, no, I'm not a, I'm not a runner. You know, I'm, I'm not fit fit, but I'm a 24-year-old guy who's not huge. So I'm, I should at least 
by that metric be relatively fit, fitter than most people. So this whole event has kind of really made me think, kind of rethink everything. I think, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of back to square one. I've had my hair blitzed off. I'm, I, it turns out I'm actually quite unfit. Almost certainly would lose any fight with anyone, you know, potentially an 11 year old girl, you know, if, if it's all kind of transferable. So that's another thing. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's really just, um, it's kind of put things into perspective. But as I said before, I think possibly the main thing that's going to come out of this is that I'm going to just work out hard until, until I'm at least quicker than this girl, because I can't have that. I just cannot have it. Hello. I've already recorded this, but I have to re-record it because for some reason about 60% of the audio <clears throat> on the uh, previously recorded bit for this is gone. Don't know where it went. Um, and oh, fucking hell. I have this piece of foil that's hanging outside of my window. Um, because a family of pigeons is trying to move in um, right next to my um, room, which normally I'd have no issues with, except for the fact that they're trying to move in behind the sky dish. Now, this is a major first world problem, but um, I can't have it because the... Uh, the sky dish is critical to watching TV. Sorry, anyway, so I, I had to like pause that for a second there just to make sure that the audio for this is recording. So yes, fucking oh no. Well, yeah. So sorry, I just did a thing where I copied Crystalia there, and I'm really, really trying not to copy him because I just don't think you should. But anyway, yeah. Um, I've kind of forgotten my train of thought, but oh yeah, no, I know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I was I was asked to do that five k thing. I found out that I'm actually fat and slow, blah blah blah. And um, long story short, though, is I've actually managed to lose a bit of weight over the past few weeks. Um, I mean, to be honest, we've probably been in quarantine for somewhere between. Four four and six weeks there's no way of knowing beyond actually looking it up and I'm not going to do that so as far as we're, we're concerned there is no way of knowing um, and when I say we I mean me because there are none of you um, so um, yeah that's where we're at um, and I think the key to that is um, that the quarantine which we now love, and I know, and some people are kind of, you know, slipping the veil as far as their love for the quarantine goes. I've, I, I mentioned it in the previous podcast, and now people are starting to tell me how much they are enjoying the pod, uh, not the podcast. <laughs> no one enjoys the podcast. Um, no, people are enjoying the quarantine, which is good. Um, well, I say it's good. I, mean, I suppose it is because that's what we have, so you might as well enjoy it. Um, 
but also I'm right, which is good. Um, you know, it isn't just me. Um, of course, like, of course, I miss my friends, and that's fine. Um, and maybe I will want to hug someone eventually. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll never hug anyone again. Maybe I'll never touch a person again. I say again as if I ever really was doing any touching. Um, but, you know, we won't go into that. That's a bit weird. Um, yeah, so, um, anyway, yeah, I was, I, I've managed to lose a little bit of weight because of the quarantine, because, um, you know, the goals are so simple in this, in this new world, the new normal, which um, is an incredibly annoying term because there is only normal. You have what was normal and what is now normal. And ultimately, it, it always is normal. If it's not normal anymore, it's now not normal. And if it is now normal, it is just normal, you know? I just need that to be clear. I'm not really going to say new normal again. Um. So, yes. Uh, yeah, the goals are just very simple. Because there is really nothing else to do but survive. I mean, that's that's your goal. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, survive. And that's kind of the key. And then outside of that, everything's pretty simple. Like, if you can make time for an hour a day to run or do whatever, do that. And, uh, you know, if, like me, you're slower than an 11-year-old girl, probably use that hour to, to get less fat and um, sloppy. Um so I have been doing that. And also, I found that kind of the amount of non-essential um, food items I have in my house is significantly down. I mean, of course, I'm still finding a way to justify buying ice cream. You know, it's it's ice cream that I'm telling myself is for smoothies and iced coffee. Which, to be honest, even at the best of times, iced coffee wouldn't be particularly great. And smoothies can... Well, my smoothies are definitely a thousand calories a pop. Because um, <laughs> it's f fucking honey and ice cream and, and, and Nutella and peanut butter and stuff. You know, it's just constant slops of worse and worse things. And then you cover it all in whole milk. So I'm not quite sure how I'm even justifying that at all. Probably because there's just granola in it. Granola doesn't justify your actions. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I am still buying ice cream and I'm just eating it out of the tub at irresponsible hours of the night. So that's that's that. Um, so we have established that, you know, there is still room for, for kind of irresponsible eating. I am still doing that. However, one thing that hasn't survived is crisps because I'm aware that I have an addiction to crisps. I... Um, I'm freakish about crisps. If I know there's crisps in the house, I need to eat them all. Um, and they and they will always get eaten. I mean, they very, very rarely last the night um, in kind of any circumstance. Buy a six-pack multi-bag. Genuinely just see what happens with that, because I will probably just eat it all. Um, it's awful. Absolutely awful, and I'm aware of it. Um, so I've kind of... I've stayed my hand when I've walked past them. Um, I mean, usually I kind of try and avoid it where possible. Um, however, today I was in the I was in the gym, 
yes, I'm in the gym, it's fine. I spoke to the guy, the guy said it's fine. As long as I disinfect, which I am, because, you know, I'm kind of becoming a psychopath about all these things, which you should be, to keep alive. Um, he said, as long as you disinfect, it's absolutely fine. So I am. Um, we have a little gym at work. I'm the only person in it. Um, in the gym, anyway, you can... There is a window that shows you kind of the cafeteria, the front of the cafeteria. And it's largely bare at the moment, except for quite a lot of bags of crisps. So throughout my gym session, I was basically just looking at the crisps like a, like a pervert, really. And um, I noticed that one of the cleaners was cleaning the floor in front of the crisps. Which, by the way, what an honourable job, because, I mean, there's five of us in the office at the moment and you're cleaning the whole office every day. It's must be hard to get up for, so it really makes me feel like a piece of shit when I go to work. But, you know, it's kind of, it's our situation. Um, so, yeah, um, I started watching the cleaner like a hawk because I thought they might eat one of the bags of crisps. There was one bag of ready salted left. Ready salted, my favourite, because I'm a vanilla guy. Um, and I was thinking, they're going to take it, and I'm going to be furious, and I'm going to watch them take it, so I'm going to probably dislike them for the foreseeable future. And all in all, it was an incredibly toxic uh, kind of thought cycle. Anyway, it turns out they didn't take it because they're a normal person, and I am a psychopath. I finished my gym session. I verified, obviously, that they hadn't taken it because, again, psychopath, um, and you know, left left the building in shame. I didn't take the bag of crisps because I was ashamed of myself for what I was thinking about them. They probably didn't even look at the crisps, um, um, and yeah. So I kind of that. I think that really hit home that I definitely have a problem around crisps. Um, I think another thing that made me realise I have a problem around crisps is some guy um, was walking around the office today. Don't know him, never seen him in my life before. Was just some guy and he kind of did a weird lap of where I'm sat. Um, and I was like, well, that's strange. I probably should ask him, you know, can I help you? Instead, I didn't because I don't care. And... Um, I kind of figured, you know, at the very worst, if he's on his one-hour walk at lunch or his exercise and he's using it to walk around our office, fair play. It's not my choice, but fair play. So I left him to it. Um, and I, he was quite, you know, quite dumpy, probably between 40 and 50, maybe over 50, I don't know. Uh, you know, a tad fat. And I looked at him and immediately thought, he also has a crisp addiction. He definitely has a crisp addiction. Um, and in him, I basically saw myself in 30 years' time. And it horrified me. So I was kind of wallowing in that. I was, I was watching him. I wasn't speaking to him, but I was watching him. I really feel bad. I mean, I basically had a terrible day today. I was being... Kind of at least in my head being horrendously mean to the cleaner and then to this i mean guy who's basically just enjoying his walk <laughs> around our office um you know i was also kind of being mean about him and i feel bad but you know i'm being honest 
Um, anyway, the only thing that really cut me out of that was the fact that he had a an orchestral operatic kind of ringtone which sounded off um, and it kind of forced him to leave the room and take the call. Um, which, you know, I respected the fact that he left the room to take the call. In fact, it was quite kind of him. So I think I have more respect for him now than I did initially. Um, and really, I should have, you know, a reasonable level of respect for him anyway, because he's just a person. Um, so, yeah, he left the room to, to do his thing. But um, what I need to kind of address right here and right now is the fact that it's 2012. Not 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. And he has a ringtone. Because people don't have ringtones in 2020. If you do, it's marimba. It's all business, it's marimba. And if it's not marimba, it's on vibrate. And if it's on if it's not on vibrate, it's on silent and you don't answer your phone. Um you don't have a ringtone. Okay, I, I that needs to be clear. Um because it's not 2010 and we don't have Acon and Flowrider on our phones anymore. And it's not Sony Ericsson, you know. You don't have a ringtone. And if you do have a ringtone, why would it be operatic orchestral music? Because that's no one's favourite music. It can't be. I mean, it might be. But... Maybe that's just what happens when you're so addicted to crisps. You have to turn to opera for 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 drama because you're not really getting the satisfaction from crisps anymore. You've lived a life of crisp addiction for 30 years, so you need opera because that's the only thing that's dramatic enough to really kind of get you out of your seat anymore. Um, but <laughs> the issue I have with that the I really hope the audio is still recording for this because I will just cry to be honest because I feel like I'm on a roll. Um, the reason the operatic orchestral music is so weird for a ringtone is that it's too dramatic. So, you know, every call will stress you out because you're basically, you know, it's almost like every call that you're taking from there is the most stressful call it could possibly ever be. Like, you know, it's not a jovial ringtone. It's not like, it's not even neutral. It, you know, like marimba at least is kind of like, who, who is it? Who is on the phone, phone, phone? Is it family or is it business? I don't know. And then you kind of pick it up and whatever. It's always disappointing. Um, but this... Uh, ringtone is like <laughs> you know death and destruction and, and that's all it can be um, I don't know I just feel like it's it's unnecessary stress to have that as your phone like it, it, as your ringtone sorry it's just not it's not normal um, and I just feel for the guy basically <laughs> So I kind of um, went off on one there for a bit um, and forgot to sign off. So here I am signing off. Um, 
I don't really have much else to add. So, see you next time.